When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. We're getting you ready for playoff football. We're talking to the coach, Walt Wills. We also have the players that have been around the longest, Matt Jackson and Tucker Schroeder, join the show as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, steps into pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Serving kernels since 2016. Mad Mushroom Pizza is located right across the street from EKU's campus. They're also known as the home of the original cheese sticks. And you may know about Mad Mushroom. You may order from them and all those sorts of things. But did you know you can actually go inside and have a seat? Well, you sure can. They've got chairs. They've got booths. They've got TV as well. Go in and get yourself a pizza, some cheese sticks, and something to drink as well. If you mention the Sports Stove Podcast, you get $5 off your order of $20 or more. Uh, or if you order online, madmushroom.com, use the code SPORTS5, that's S-P-O-R-T-S, and the number 5. You get that same discount, $5 off, $20 or more. Mad Mushroom, feed your head and just as we've been doing all season long for you we're feeding your eku fix today and we have a phenomenal show for you three great guests and uh, they're going to get you all ready for what's ahead we're also going to look back just a little bit at last weekend's game as well with each of these guests Walt wells joins the show again we're so thankful that uh, he took the time to talk with us and uh, give us some insight kind of on what's going into the mindset here this week matt jackson linebacker extraordinaire coming off a huge week, including being named the A-Sun Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, he's on the show as well and gives you a little insight from the defensive perspective. And then Tucker Schroeder joins us to talk about the offensive side as well. And both of these players have been here for a while. They came through these coaching transitions uh, and uh, kind of seen everything uh, lead up to this point. And I really wanted to have these guys on to talk about kind of what's ahead now and how it feels for these guys who put in so much time to this university uh, to be able to, to leave having accomplished some of their goals, uh, specifically winning the A-Sun, making it to the playoffs. And, of course, our hope is that they're not done yet. And uh, so we'll talk about all of that 
as well. And looking forward to each of these conversations today. Of course, the big game this weekend uh, is on Saturday and Gardner-Webb comes to town. EKU wins the bid to host to host the playoff game. And I've mentioned it on social media. You know, there's you have to give some credit here to guys like Matt Roan who have gone out and built the financial aspect of the program through the sponsorships like CG Bank and Baptist Health that help have that money to, to place those bids to host these games. So they'll face off against Gardner-Webb. Gardner-Webb 6-5 and five on the season. Uh, they've got a pretty good quarterback, uh, a pretty good running back, and a really good wide receiver. Uh, offensively, that's kind of what you're looking at. They've got a, a fairly well-balanced attack, so it seems – at the very least, I'll admit I'm not a Gardner-Webb expert. But nonetheless, they will host at 5 o'clock on Saturday as kickoff. I encourage everybody to come on out. Um, we are not able to do a live show this this weekend. But uh, if you come into town for the game, make sure you swing by Mad Mushroom. Get yourself a pizza, uh, some cheese sticks. Let them know the sports stove sent you. Get that discount as well. And uh, enjoy some pizza before your tailgate there. Or get some pizza for your tailgate as well. Uh, great opportunity with them being right there and so close uh, also. Let's get you into these interviews. We're going to start off uh, with our head coach, Walt Wells, and the conversation we had with him earlier this week. First, we're going to listen to a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll hear from Walt Wells. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the sports stove sent you, and you'll get five dollars off any order over twenty dollars. Or visit online madmushroom.com, and when you order, enter the code Sports Five. Sports Five, and you'll get that five dollars off any order over twenty dollars. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Back with us on the program is EKU head football coach, Walt Wells. Coach, uh, thanks for taking some time to be with us. Have you warmed up since Saturday? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it, that was brutal Saturday, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was, oh. it was a little chilly. The blood thinners I got, that they, they oh, they're killing me now. <laughs> uh, I was going to see if CG Bank would uh, throw some heaters up in that press box at some point in time, but um, but nonetheless – uh, it's a fun game on Saturday. You're able to pull through. I was looking at the stats. You know, I saw, I heard it on Saturday, too. Kennesaw State ran for 439 yards. Was that the quietest 439 yards you've ever seen? Yeah, it, it really was. Because, it, first of all, you go into it expecting they're going to run for some yards. Okay? And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously you want to shut them down not get any, any yards on any play. But that's not reality. And um, so we uh, – we knew that the, their yardage would be great. We didn't, you know, what we didn't do a great job was uh, tackling the dive as much as we needed to do. And if you can, you, you got to take the dive away first, and then you got to hit the quarterback. And we we were struggling with some of that. It's hard to simulate that in a week or in four practices, the cut blocking that goes on with all that and everything. So you're not going to do it in practice because then you might lose somebody in practice, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I, I when you said that figure, it, it jartled my memory back to that and um you know that ain't good but 
bottom line at the end of the uh, column, it says win. And that's all that matters right now. And we'll, we'll worry about the option team that we play next year when we play them, or if we meet one in the playoffs, we'll do it. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask because you don't face it very often. Um, and although you've got a guy in your staff who's, who's pretty well versed in it, um, you know, it, it's, it's one week of practice. I mean, that's, that's all you take on that game, right? Is one week or do you work ahead of time on that? We worked on it some and, and tried to give the guys some looks, but you know, it, and I'm not going to say it didn't help because I think some of the players that had missed some time last week and still played in the game had the, op- the opportunity this summer and, uh, and in open week to work that. But uh, we didn't uh, – but we worked it more mentally with our coaches and everything. And as we watched the film, we felt like, you know, I know it didn't seem like it on Saturday, but our, our stuff was sound. We were where we want to be. We just got to – you know, you don't you don't get the speed of it as much until except for when Trent plays quarterback. You don't get the speed. You don't get the speed of the fullback or the B back, and you don't get the you know the in space tackling that you would do. And it's just hard to simulate. Uh, they do a great job with it. They switch quarterbacks on us, um, which was uh, something we had heard later in the, earlier in the week. So we were anticipating it, but uh, you never know. And so I thought he did a nice job running their show. I asked you this in the press conference after the game, but when you came down to that last last possession and they're going in shotgun now because they have to throw the football, they can't afford to run it anymore because of time on the clock and things like that. Um, I mean, at that point, I know the game's not over. You're not celebrating yet, but you got to feel really good about what's in front of the task in front of your defense when they go into that shotgun formation. Yeah, the biggest thing is that goes back to normality for us. That's what they see every day in practice. That's what they've seen all year you know, for the previous 10 games is the shotgun and runs out of the shotgun. And we knew him throwing the ball was not something uh, I'm not saying that he can't do, but he's not used to doing. He's not used to reading the covers, just like on that last uh, sack, you know, to end the game. Um, you know, Jake, we called timeout. Jake got a good look at it. Jake said, I'm going to call this. And right at the end, he said, Matt, don't show it. Come from depth. Because we knew they would hold it a little bit if we did our job in the coverage part of it. And and we did. And Matt got there, got home and somebody came. I can't remember right now. Somebody came through in the middle, too, that made him start to pull up. And then Matt got him in the back and, and, and got the sack. And, um, you know, that's great. That's playing good defense right there. That's playing. That's, you know, Jake making a call that needed to be made and and understanding the situation that they're not used to blitz pickup mm-hmm. in a pass game. And so if we show it, they might figure something, they might smell a rat. But if we don't show it and come from depth, which is about seven yards difference, maybe, maybe more, um, they left him unblocked. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's always nice. Uh, as a team always said, when a plan comes together, uh, it's always nice to see it work out that way. Your running backs, they didn't, they both of them carried the ball nine times. Uh, but averaging Sloan average 7.8 yards a carry, Carter 6.2 yards a carry. You got to be pretty pleased with the performance from the run game on your guys' end as well. Yeah, I think that's the best uh, best we performed in the run game all year, to be honest with you, against the quality of defensive opponent. Uh, and, uh, you know, I thought our, our upfront guys were in tune to what they needed to do. I thought Braden, you know, Braden made a linebacker and a safety miss on his touchdown run. And I know Josh came around the on had the big long one around the air where McCoy, I think it was, was out there blocking really, really well. He got him an extra 15, 20 yards. And, you know, it's just good to see, see them guys, you know, getting the feel for the game and, 
you know, I've said all along, we've got a really good running back room, and we do, and and uh, we've got talented guys sitting behind them, too. Yeah, definitely. And Braden also had that, what, 61-yard, I think, touchdown, 65-yard touchdown catch as well, and he made things happen on that, that one as well. So always fun to see those guys getting involved. And then I know we talk about Parker all year, and we're going to continue to talk about it. Five touchdown passes. Uh, 427 yards and 27 of, of, or excuse me, 25 of 35 passing. Uh, a pretty, pretty clean game for Parker uh, this past week. No, no question. I mean, Parker, uh, Parker probably had two throws he wanted to bring back, and other than that, he played really well. He ran the ball. You know, he got us that first down that one time where he stood a slide and he put his uh, put his shoulder down and got the first. And you know, and then you saw him later on slide you know which is what we needed him to do and uh, so he ran the ball well but he threw the ball really well you know him and our receivers have a have a good uh, connection going on they work extremely hard together uh and the best thing we got at receivers we got a lot of competition you know because you know higgins wants the ball smith wants the ball uh, you know mccoy wants the ball mitchell wants the ball when he can go you know kiki wants the ball when he can go and then you got Slump or uh, yeah uh joseph sloan in there trying to get the ball when he can and we know Braden's going to get some so you know that breeds the competition that you want in your offense and on your team because, hey, man, if I don't run my route right, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do, I'm not where I'm going to go. Parker's going to look somewhere else. Yeah, He's going to start asking for other guys, and Parker's got that say-so in this offense now. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they know they got to be on point, and they are. So I'm really pleased with that whole group. Yeah, two receivers over 100 yards. Of course, Jaden got 80 of his 109 in one play. Uh, but uh, that's that's pretty impressive. And Parker stayed clean. Uh, offensive yeah. line did a great job to give him room, and he didn't have to run very often, which was a good thing as well, right? Right. No, he did. I thought it, I thought our O line played probably one of their better games. Hmm. Um, you're heading into the playoffs now. That's that's one of the goals, right? Win the A Suns a goal, get to the playoffs as a goal. Obviously, championships is a, championship is a goal too. But uh, how exciting is it? I mean, the community's buzzing. Uh, how exciting now, I, is it? To this program where it is well I, i'm so excited for for what you just said i mean we had goals set you know we wanted to win the conference well we did you know we had a share of it and and to us you know to us we feel like we're the champion because we're the ones moving on right and that's automatic qualifier um you know and we'll celebrate that with at the end of the year with rains and all that good stuff but uh you know for our players that have worked extremely hard and bought into everything that we've been preaching here and that's what we've been preaching is, you know, the consistency and performance, the best version of you, all those things that we, you know, are in our core values. They're starting to see the fruits of that labor, of that buying into that. Because, you know, last year we were seven and four, but it was a different seven and four. And this year we're seven and four in the playoffs, conference champions uh, with some quality wins and a tough schedule. And that's what that's why we're in the playoffs. And, you know, quite frankly, we put – uh, we no matter what, as long as we won, we were in. We might have even been in if we'd have lost, uh, according to the AQ factors. You know, probably not, but we might have had a chance still. And all I'm trying to say is, you know, playing a tough schedule not only builds you for the playoffs, but it also builds you a resume to get into playoffs. And yeah. uh, and we were fortunate enough to do both. Both, but I'm so happy for our former players. Um, our coaches, you know, obviously on our staff and our former coaches. And then obviously Coach Kidd. I mean, you know, and, and he's, you know, he's happy about the program. We talked yesterday and he likes the direction it's going in. And then our town. I mean, to bring a home game to, to Richmond is something that's special. And, uh, 
you know, over Thanksgiving weekend, you know, I know, you know, what is it? Black Friday, Black Saturday. I don't know. It's, it's go spend all your money Friday and Saturday on the web. And then, then in person, I know, um, but they can come over here and, you know, and I've been out in the parking lot every now and then I see two or three people walking out of the ticket office. You know, I'm anticipating uh, some good support. Yeah, I think so too. And and it falls out a weekend. You know, some people be out of town, but overall, nobody's got to work Friday uh, for the most part. Some people do. I, apologize but uh overall it should be a great crowd coming out we've had good crowds all year um and the weather should be better this saturday than it was last saturday which should encourage some people out as well no doubt um, hey, i hope that rain holds off but we'll see yeah uh gardner webb uh you're just in the, the early stages i guess at it but uh what are you seeing from this team well they're very talented uh do a lot of great things both defensively and offensively um they've recruited well and got some you know really uh, good looking D linemen in there and outside linebackers, uh, you know, and, and playing at a high level. I think they've won four in a row uh, to, win at, to win out the Big South Conference Championship and uh, played some other teams really tight. You know, offensively, they got a veteran quarterback that knows the system and transferred from Tennessee Tech that was, you know, there with Coach Lamb when he was uh, the offensive coordinator there. And, you know, they're big up front. They got a really talented tailback, you know, that, uh, they try to feed and they want him to get the ball and, and uh, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a challenge to be quite honest with you. It's going to be a, you know, a, uh, what a playoff game should be. I think we're two evenly matched teams and uh, you know, we've got to come, we've got to bring our A game. You guys won the bid for the, to host the game. And what does that say though about the program and where it is now, uh, whether it's through the stuff going on, the partnership with CG bank, the partnership with Baptist Health, the the progress that's being made in the athletic department from the top down, right? Um, how does this hosting this game add to to that excitement about the future of what's ahead? Well, I think it lets you know that uh, football is important here, and that athletics are important. And Matt Roan is, you know, it starts with Matt. It starts with President McFadden, quite frankly, and and his vision for the athletics program, and it's, and then it bleeds into Matt and. And it bleeds into everybody that works for them. I mean, Thanksgiving weekend is not a great weekend to, to host a football game. Every FBS school in America does it. So, I mean, it's not like it's a, something that most people don't do. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's important to have a home game. It's important to say to all our fans that have been coming out all, all year to CG Bank Field and Roy Kidd Stadium to, that filled it up. I think we averaged 13, right at 13,000 fans on the average for a year. It's like, hey, we got bonus football. Yeah, you have to come buy a ticket. I get all that. But, you know, you got a chance to spend another weekend, tailgate, have a great time, and, and watch Colonel football. And I think Matt and his staff have done a great job. Um, you know, and I think that that's the uh, expect to win is, is a motto around here. You know, we hashtag it E2W. And, you know, that that is something that, you know, we have to – to embrace. And then when we do that, we have to embrace that expect to win. Also, this doesn't mean the team's on the field. It means the other people that are involved in the athletic department. Yeah. Uh, so what does Thanksgiving look like for your players this with this year? We'll uh, we'll practice in the morning. Uh, we'll meet and practice in the morning. Thursday generally is a, uh, a cleanup day for us. I mean, we'll practice for about an hour and 20, 30 minutes and then uh, give them an hour off and then we'll be back over here. We've got uh, a nice uh, Cajun smoked turkey and smoked turkey and uh, or Cajun injected turkey, whatever, deep fried turkey, <laughs> all the fixings, pumpkin pie, all that. We'll have a, we'll have a good Thanksgiving dinner for them. 
And then the ones that live close will let go home and hopefully they'll take some of their teammates with them. You know how most of them are. They, they can enjoy two meals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll be back at it early Friday morning. So they'll be back in town uh, no later than, than nine o'clock on Friday morning. And we'll, we got some things to do Friday morning. And then Friday afternoon will be the same routine. The great thing about being at home, other than Thanksgiving being a holiday, is we can keep a great routine. Yeah. Routines are important, especially for D1 athletes. Uh, I, know, I know that. Uh, but, Coach, hey, thank you so much for taking some time with us. I know you got a busy schedule this week, and I always appreciate your time. And uh, looking forward to this weekend. We'll be there uh, in full force. Uh, my family will be there cheering you on as well. So uh, good luck this weekend. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, hope that you can get a little bit of rest in this this week as well. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you know, you everything you've do, done for, you know, football, EKU football and, and our sports in general. I mean, it's it's great to have a presence. It means a lot to our players. And uh, I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving and a safe Thanksgiving if you're traveling. And we'll see you on Saturday. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Again, a big thank you to Coach Walt Wells for uh, spending some time with us. What a season it's been for him, right? Uh, the heart attack right before the season starts. Um, the ups and downs of the season. We talked with him at the beginning of the season about the transfer portal and just how crazy it is. There's no time off for these coaches that constantly have to be recruiting that transfer portal. And uh, and now after this game's over, probably as soon as this game's over on Saturday, um, if they win, we go forward. If they lose, I wouldn't be surprised if by Monday we're seeing guys enter the transfer portal from EKU. So there's a lot going on, and these guys are working to keep the guys they need to keep as well as going out and recruiting the guys that they want to get all at the same time while planning for a playoff game against Gardner-Webb this weekend. So uh, very, very busy. And again, thank you, Coach Wells, for coming on. He's been uh, such a a kind supporter of this program and always uh, very gracious to come on and chat with us. So uh, thank you again, Coach Wells. Let's get you to the next conversation today, and this one is going to be with linebacker uh, Matthew Jackson. Matthew's been one of my favorite guests. I've had him on several times since starting this program. He's always just an absolute blast to talk to. He's always very open, and uh, and and you get get the real deal from Matt. So I appreciate that from him, and always enjoy the conversations with him. He's he's a unique character, right? He's got a unique personality. He is a very vocal person on this team and a leader on this team. Had the huge game this week uh, again. That triple option gives some opportunity for lots of tackles if you stay in your gaps and, and, and take care of your business. And he did just that, as well as getting a forced fumble, a fumble recovery and the sack that sealed the game uh, all in in this one game. So a great job uh, there by Matthew Jackson, and we really had a great conversation with him. The interview with Matthew is presented by All Around Roofing. All Around Roofing is locally owned and operated, and they service Madison County and all surrounding areas. They take care of the entire exterior of your home. So whether it's roofing replacements or repairs or siding, uh, windows, gutters, all kinds of other things, anything on the exterior of your home, They'll take care of you. Look them up on Facebook, All Around Roofing KY. You can see before and after pictures of the work they do, as well as see some of the reviews from their customers as well. Listeners of this program have already called All Around Roofing and been helped by them. Why don't you be the next one? This interview with Matthew Jackson presented by All Around Roofing. After we hear about All Around Roofing, you'll hear from Matthew Jackson. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. 
All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. We are joined now by the ASUN Defensive Player of the Week, EKU linebacker Matthew Jackson. How you doing, Matt? Doing well. Doing very well. <laughs> uh, big last game, right? Uh, uh, the regular season, 18 tackles. You got the sack that sealed the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Forced fumble, a recovered fumble. Uh, everything but an interception. They didn't throw the ball a whole lot for you to get an interception. So yeah. um, let's talk on the individual level first. We will talk about the team, but um, that kind of game where they're going to be running that triple option, you're going to get lots of opportunities. You still mm-hmm. got to make the tackles, and and you did. How, how did it feel to have that kind of performance? Just felt good. I mean, I've been battling through a lot of injuries and um, just trying to get back out there and show that I can prove um, that I'm still who I am. So just going out there and just executing what the coaches say and our game plan this whole week was uh, just just everything. And um, that just shows a true testament to what our coaches have for a game plan as far as that tricky offense that they run as far as uh, being a triple option team or a duo or pretty much it's, it's a lot of characteristics to their offense, but just executing it. Uh, to the best of my ability, it was just everything. Yeah, that last the last play, uh, you get the sack. Of course, they're in shotgun because they have to. They don't have time to run the ball anymore. I was yeah. just talking with Coach Wells, and he said, you know, they called the play and they said, hey, don't show the blitz because they might pick it up that way. So you had to start from what seven yards back or further and yeah. make that make that play. But it was pretty much a straight shot to him, right? Yeah, I mean that 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 play. Yeah, we we usually show it, but um, I disguised it well. I mean, um, and and just my speed just came back. I know that uh, heard a couple weeks ago talked about my speed and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I lost a step. Now I'm still recovering that little ankle injury, but um, <laughs> my my speed is still there. I still got it. Yeah, for people who didn't get to hear that interview with Jalen, make sure you go back and listen to it. That was a fun yeah. fun conversation, of course, and. Uh, what a fun way to end the regular season. But how glad and happy are you that that wasn't your last game uh, at Roy Kidd Stadium? I'm very glad. I mean, uh, just to just to know that, like, I've been here for six years. It's a true testament mm-hmm. to the people that's been with me a long time, Tucker, Dak. That I know he's 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 a fallen soldier. doesn't get to play the rest of the season. Uh, Parker's been here for a long time. Shane's been here for a long time. And then even the, the seniors that just came in. Um, make making sure that they're not one and done, and this that the playoffs, right? So you talked about you've been here six years, yeah. Uh, you've been through coaching changes, all that kind of stuff, and finally now you get the opportunity to go out play in a playoff game. Uh, if you win that one, you go up against an incredibly tough opponent, not limiting what Gardner Webb is. Yeah, it's going to get tougher moving forward. What does this year's schedule mean to you? Because it was a pretty tough schedule all the way through. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the schedule, the schedule mean, it meant like the diversity is just, it's, it's been strong. And, uh, just that vi- the variety of teams that we play that are top 10 teams or top playoff teams that, um, has been year in and year out, uh, teams is just, it's, it's fun playing against those teams. Cause you know, it's good competition instead of going there and having those playing a D2 and blowing them out by 98. Like, <laughs> it doesn't really bring, bring no enjoyment, but. Yeah. Playing 
being in those close battles with those teams, kind of building a rivalry with those teams is everything. And then it just sets us up for have a strong resume for us to get in the playoffs with us being beating a um, a bowl eligible team in the FBS and uh, beating uh, winning like seven. I think we were seven and one in um, FCS play uh, with uh, some teams that didn't count. But yeah, but, yeah. And and having that playoff game now coming up, um, I mean this is this is part of the goals, right? I mean number one goal is win the A Sun. You guys accomplished that. Um, and no matter what anybody else says, and Coach Wells brought this up as well, you're you're the one still playing, so that seems to mean something. Uh, you guys win the A Sun. Now you get the playoffs, so that's a goal to make the playoffs. The next goal is to win in the playoffs, and then the goal after that's win the championship, right? Yes, yes, it is. And I mean, that's the goal we had all all season. That's the goal we had since we've been here. And, um, we just had to fight through our adversity, fight through all the battles, fight through all the injuries to get to where we are. So we're satisfied, but we're not finished. So um, we we chalked that uh, game up for Kennesaw State, and now we're we're back to back to what we need to do for Gardner Webb, and we're ready. Uh, Gardner Webb comes in. the The record doesn't look great, six and five, but. They seem to really have some talented guys. Quarterback uh, looks like he's he's done some damage this year. He's not he's no Parker McKinney, but uh, he's had he's had some a decent year this year. Uh, Bailey Fisher is his name. He's a senior out of Georgia. Uh, Twenty seven hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns, ten picks, and they got a running back they like to feed the ball to as well. Gaither he's he's got a ton of carries this year, uh, and they got a receiver who's been over thousand yards as well. So. Uh, when yeah. you're looking at just those kinds of things, um, I mean, have you have you ever played Gardner Webb? No, no, okay. no. Um, so we're going into this game. Then what is what's the mindset as far as the game plan? What what do you guys have to focus on uh, to come out with the win on the defensive side? I mean, first is up front, just winning the line of scrimmage. Uh, we know they they got some tall um, linemen, um, and then just they are a real trickery team. So just making sure that we harness on our schemes of when is, when their time is, when they're going to get across the 50, what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. And then just keeping our eyes um, balanced. Like Kennesaw State, we had to keep, we had to be honest. Like we, we can't just yeah. do uh, somebody else's job. We had to be honest and uh, doing our job. So just basically being honest and, um, they do a lot of like screens. They do a lot of misdirection stuff. They do a lot of eyes checks. So just being honest and having a good uh, game plan is uh, what what we need to do. Yeah, they've won five of their last six. The one that they lost was against Liberty. It was a one point loss to Liberty. <laughs> so they're obviously a good team, uh, even with those five losses. They haven't experienced loss in a while. Um, yeah. Going into this game at home, uh, you know that's. That's got to be something extra, I guess. Uh, cherry on top, I, I guess, with it, right? That you not only play in the playoffs, but you get to play at home again. Yeah, I mean, it's big. You know, our, our fans are going to be out there, and just that atmosphere. You know, that that kernel atmosphere, the lights. We, I know, I don't know too many stadiums that has those, those lights that that do the little thing. You know, uh, I think it's a night game. I think we play at five, so we're going to have those lights, have that different atmosphere, just the energy that we bring and. Even though, uh, even though we when we are at home, sometimes we play them things close. So just the energy we bring with those games and stuff like that, and we want to bring a big, big crowd. And we ain't been to the playoffs in a long time, so just having right. those fans come back and all those alumni come back to cheer us on is going to be 
going to be huge for the kid. How cold was it on the field Saturday? Um, Preparation-wise, as far as the week, it was colder throughout the week than it was cold, than it was in the game. I was actually warmer in the game. Towards the end of the game, my feet uh, started to freeze a little bit, but um, the week was definitely more colder because the wind. The wind just took the gust of blowing us away and stuff like that. And we were just at practice like, all right, we just got tough in it, <laughs> tough and through. <laughs> it's cold. It's it cold. should be a little warmer this this coming weekend. Oh yeah. Uh, Hopefully as well. Um, I asked Coach about your guys' schedule for this week and, and everything. I know Thanksgiving is oftentimes you think of family. Um, mm -hmm. You're going to be with a different kind of family this 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 week, uh, your football family. And um, I know EKU does a good job of taking care of you guys, and so I'm sure the spread will be very, very good on Thursday yeah. as well. But are you going to have time – are you going to celebrate Thanksgiving with your uh, other family, your family at another time since you're going to miss out this time? Well, my daughter is is up here. And um, so I I would I would get that, and then my mom is making some food. I think my dad is making some food. So when they come into the game, I might celebrate with them a little bit on Saturday after and eat eat some of their food. And you know Thanksgiving, you you got at least three days to get to get That's all correct. that food. <laughs> you can eat that. You can eat that for a little bit, so for a little minute. So I might celebrate it with them after the fact. But they know it's all business right now, so yeah. they. Uh, like, I understand you can't come to uh, Thanksgiving or come back home for Thanksgiving, but we know we know what's your plan, what's your what's your goals and stuff like that. We we're gonna trust you. We're gonna bring you some. So yeah, you'd you'd probably rather, and they'd probably rather you be playing this weekend than not. So it all works yeah. out in the end, right? <laughs> um well matt listen again we always appreciate you taking time to come on I've, I've actually got a plan hoping after the season's completely done uh, uh -huh. to get you and a couple other guys together in a room and sit down and chat together about the season as a whole but uh thank you for taking time for us every time that you do we always appreciate it congrats on the great week last week the great season so far but more importantly good luck moving forward i uh, hope you have a great thanksgiving and uh, we'll see you on saturday uh, me and my, my family will be there so we'll see you on saturday Thank you, thank you, and I appreciate y'all having me. I've just been—it's been a pleasure on this uh, podcast. I love it. Thank you, man. Oh, man, we really appreciate. It. Thank you again to Matthew Jackson. Looking forward to what he's going to do this weekend and his first ever playoff game against Gardner Webb. Looking forward to that as well. Let's get you right into the next one, Tucker Schroeder. He's been around a while, uh, a leader on this offense, a leader on this offensive line. And a fun conversation with him as well. This interview is presented by IPM Pest and Termites, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Uh, spiders, stink bugs, centipedes, whatever bugs you have in your home, IPM Pest and Termite will take care of your every single need. You can find more information at myipm.com. You can look up Google, Angie's List, Facebook, wherever, and read the reviews from real customers and see they are the real deal on time. Guaranteed services. Uh, those are two of the biggest things that I like about IPM Pest and Termite. There's text, text show up when they say they're going to show up, and they guarantee the service as well. So make sure you let them know the sports stove sent you. IPM Pest and Termite sponsors this interview with Tucker Schroeder. Joining us now is EKU offensive lineman Tucker Schroeder. Tucker, man, you made it. Uh, you've been, been around a little while. And now you get to experience, uh, I'm sure, something you were hoping to experience your whole time here at EKU, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big blessing. Uh, definitely something, we, you know, you work every year for. Been so close so many times. And just now able to kind of uh, get through that wall a little bit. It's been, it's been nice. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was talking with the reason why I wanted you and and Matt to come on this episode is because you guys have been around a while. You've you've seen you've been through a lot at this university. Um, let alone coaching changes uh, and teammate changes and all kinds of things going all along the way. And I mean, I know you have been taught and told the the history of EKU the whole time you've been here. You're aware of of what this university has done in the football program, especially. Um, the the culture change when Coach Wells came in to, and to where it is now and what Coach Wells, his vision is for this program, you've been a big part of establishing that, getting that culture set and ready for the next next group of guys that come along and things like that. How have you grown? In, and let's just take the last three years since Coach Wells has been here. Well, no, from the get-go. How, how have you grown since since you came at, into EKU to where you are now? Yeah, it's – it's it's funny because you know coming out of high school um just like every other high school recruit you know you're just trying to you know get the best offers find find where you want to go you know and, and find the best place for you and um you know just a kid from orlando you know kind of you know coming up here to eku i loved it immediately um loved the coaching staff that was here at the time but i mainly loved you know, Richmond and I loved the school and it was pretty clear, you know, right when I got here, I was like, okay, this is, you know, football here is a big deal. Um, and, um, you know, immediately bought in and, uh, you know, I, I, you, you learn quickly when you come here that, um, the history and the culture and, and the people before you, um, it's, it's serious. And, uh, you know, I think, I think what a lot of people can maybe, misinterpret that as is like you know really high expectations and and it could be kind of daunting but uh if anything i i've it's and you talk about growing i i've learned that um it's kind of given me the best opportunities i've ever had in my life um just opening up doors i've never thought were imaginable for me and um and just in particular also in these last three years with coach wells just kind of unlocking things that I didn't think I was going to be able to do. Um, it's just, it's been a true blessing to be here and a part of Richmond yeah. as a community, but also EKU um, as a school and a program and institution, all of that. It's really interesting because I was talking with uh, Ron Jackson, Ryan's dad this right. weekend, he was on our live show and he said the same thing about Ryan. They came before coach Wells was here. Mm-hmm. came and visited the campus and just immediately fell in love with Richmond and with the school, even, even above the football opportunity. Obviously when coach Wells came, then that changed everything a little bit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's unique. I've only been in, in Richmond since 2020. So, so I'm still learning and, and, and I love Richmond as well. We've absolutely loved being here. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's fun to hear that, hear that from multiple guys. Now they kind of had that experience that, that loved the community, loved it when they came, enjoyed their visit, stuff like that as well. Um, when you were looking at colleges, um, you know, what what kind of opportunities were there for you? Because um, a lot of guys are looking at multiple opportunities, right? Playing time, education, um, fit, those kinds of things. What what were you looking for and what kind of opportunities were there for you? Yeah, I mean, I was I was blessed at a high school to have some options and, and different opportunities. Um as far as coming to EKU, um, just the fit, I, you know, you look for, I think a big thing for me, um, just as a person, uh, family to me is, is everything. Um, 
and you know, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about with as far as Richmond as a community. Um, it just feels like one big family. It really does. Um, it, it doesn't, and and I think what what's really evident of that is um, just I can go anywhere. I could be at Kroger or, or Walmart or anything, and it it could just be a complete stranger. If I'm wearing an EKU sweater, it's you know, you know, go Colonels. Like good luck this weekend. Like it doesn't matter. So um, I think learning that early in my recruiting process, as far as like coming to EKU, I think that was something that stuck out to me and especially my parents. Um, they really appreciated that. Um, and they felt comfortable with it. I felt comfortable with it. Um, the learning adjustment coming up to Kentucky, dealing with the cold, that was a little <laughs> challenging, but um, I think I'm used to it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, some, some days I, I'm not used to it. Some days when I go and turn on my car in the mornings, I just want to go right back inside. But well, how about last week? I mean, Saturday. Now Matt said it was seemed colder in practice throughout the week than it yeah. was Saturday, but I was freezing on Saturday. <laughs> just sitting up. I was in the press box. I was freezing cold. Yeah, one thing like it's funny. You know, Matt says that because he he's right. I think practice this week was or last week rather was uh, was much colder than what we actually played in. Hmm. Um, because one day we had rain too. We had like a misty uh -huh. rain, um, and that was not fun um, i think i think mentally it kind of tuned us and got us ready for saturday kind of mm -hmm. knowing what to expect um and honestly probably gave us a, an advantage so um looking back on it was it fun no but uh, was it worth it yeah it was sure so. yeah it would have been miserable had you lost uh yeah. but thankfully <laughs> thankfully that it wasn't the case right um i want to talk a little about the offensive line too we talked to you earlier this year about this a little bit mm -hmm. You guys bring in, um, you know, Calvert, who's been a, a big part of the offensive line this year. Right. And then not only that, though, there was transition throughout the year. First of all, there's injuries. You you battled some injuries this year, um, so we saw a couple different guys play center. Um, we saw Drew, uh, who just is an incredible testament to Drew. Um, you know, ultimately he got replaced at right tackle, but he is right there cheering everybody on all the time. Everybody I've talked to has said the same thing. That's who he is. That's what he does. He's not faking it. He truly cares about this team and, and wants to win. So this offensive line as a group, you guys have done a great job keeping Parker you know, up, keeping him clean for the most part. He hasn't had to run near as much this year as he's done in the past. Um, and you guys did it with about eight different guys. At Seattle. You've played, I think, a total of nine different guys over the season. Um, what does that say about the unit as a whole? Yeah, I, in in – you bring up a guy like Drew, right? Who he's my, you know, my, my roommate, uh, going to be in my wedding, one of my best friends. And, um, you know, just that is kind of the culmination of what our room is and what we kind of embody, um, as far as, you know, offensive line, it, it's the most selfless position on the field. Cause you do all the, you do a lot of work for no real recognition, but, uh, we love it. And, um, you talk about guys stepping up as far as for me, just personally, you know, I've had some, some back problems and, and some really like unfortunate situations, but Zach Ferris has been the biggest blessing as far as like stepping right in, being there for me whenever I need it. He takes reps off of me at practice. Hmm. Um, I can't thank him enough in, in that way. And then um, you look at other guys, especially, you know, Josiah who did come up to play right tackle. Um, he's still learning. He's still very raw, but yeah. it, you can see it. I mean, he's working really hard and um, 
just we have a great group. I mean, everybody in that room wants everybody to succeed and, and no one's selfish at all. And um, I think that's been a big testament as far as, um, you know, and I, I say all this too, uh, the guy we got behind us a lot too. Um, yeah. he, he's been obviously very crucial. He makes us look a lot better. Um, but, you know, in playing for a guy like that and then the weapons we have outside, we know if we can do our job, the offense is going to click. So, um, yeah, just just knowing all those things, it, it's it's been nice. I like your humility and talking about Parker. The reality is, though, is last year, at least from my eyes, Parker was forced to kind of evade some things. Some of that stuff that he's reading and he's done better at this year, too. Um, but this year, g- generally speaking, you guys have kept him really clean. And I was talking to him after the game on Saturday. And I mean, he got I think he got sacked once. Um, and then, and that was towards the end of the game. And he, he only was forced to scramble a couple of times. Yeah. You guys did a great job on Saturday, keeping him clean. And that's a game that he needed to stay clean because the other team was putting up a bunch of yards and ended up scoring a bunch of points too. So you guys had to keep him clean and the offensive line did a great job on Saturday. And I think a very good job all season long as well. And I know you've got coach Wells very focused on the offensive line too. And of course you got Eric Losey. Uh, there as well but when I've been at practice which was not a ton you know coach always just ends up back at the offensive line group when he's over there working with you guys so so you're kind of forced to perform or else you got coach breathing down your neck every practice yeah it's not it, it, it's it's not just Wells and, and coach Losey it's coach Richmond too who has <laughs> that's uh, right big O-line background so <laughs> it's kind of three levels of of uh, of O-line uh, he, it, it's Richmond will he'll he'll drift his way over too, um, to see you know what we're doing and, and things yeah. like that and I think I, I mentioned this you know when we talked before the season but um, it's not really I don't really feel, like it doesn't really feel like like pressure or anything like that right. if anything it feels good to know that we have three eyes three opinions to just like always keep us up. and I think that's helped a lot this year um, as far as our continuity goes so yeah yeah, and the older I get, the more and the more football I watch, the more I appreciate an offensive line and uh, and start to watch a little closer to how things are done. And um, and you're right, it's it's great to have multiple guys who care so so much and have so much experience with the offensive line work to be able to step in and help you guys. Uh, no doubt about that. I want to talk about the running backs quickly too. This past week is probably the best run game you guys have had uh, for a whole game. And Joshua Carter has come on and been a, a, a real big boost. I'm a, I'm a big Keandre fan. Um, it just did not work for him really running the ball so far this season. He's great out of the backfield catching the football. Uh, Braden, of course, has had a step up this year too. And it seemed like once Josh came on, it, it kind of just added what you guys needed. And now you got that one-two punch. And and uh, with both guys running effectively, good things are happening. Braden had the, the long run, the long catch for touchdowns. And uh, and then Joshua, he's been he's really just he just picks up right where Brayden leaves off, and actually he's kind of overtaking Brayden a little bit uh, here the last week or two as well. But what can you say about those two guys, the running backs as a whole, and and what they've been able to do this year with you guys? Yeah, I mean, obviously you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, we you know Brayden is obviously a special talent at pass catching and running the football. You know that's a guy we talk about all week, you know, we need to get the ball in that in his hands. Cause when he, when it's in his hands, it's good. You know, the good things happen, big runs, big, you know, receptions happen. Um, and then you kind of have that swish up 
with with Josh, who comes in and he's going to get those tough four or five yards and then maybe squirt one out here and there. And, and um, it's kind of refreshing to know that it doesn't really matter who we got back there. And even, and even Keandre still, um, it's just we know that we have these guys back there who we can just keep reloading and keep going. Um, and as long as we do our assignment, block our guys, we know that we're at least going to get four to five yards. And then obviously that big, you know, those chunk plays, you know, the one that Braden scored on um, early in the game. I don't know if it was first or second quarter, but just getting to our spot and kind of letting him do the rest, getting him one-on-one with the safety. That's kind of what we're looking for. So, yeah, yeah. it's been awesome to, it's been awesome to watch them run past us. So <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a relief whenever we see that. So, yeah. Um, and you probably think, okay, good. I don't have to keep blocking. Um, I finally, I get, I've done my job. Now I can rest for the next two seconds and get, get ready to go again. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is an interesting week, right? You've got, you've got a game on Saturday. You've got Thanksgiving, uh, on Thursday. Uh, and then you got practice all, all going on at the same time, everything like that. Uh, let's start with the prep for Gardner Webb. What, what are you seeing from these, this defense, defensive line? Uh, front seven, those kinds of things uh, as you're in the early portion of this week, still getting ready for them. Um, what are you seeing from this Gardner-Webb team? Yeah, great team, first off. Um, won the Big South. Uh, they they do a lot of great things on defense. Very big up front. Um, their interior guys are, are large people, and their edge players, they're, um, they're, you know, I think his name is Ty French, number 47. He just won defensive player of the year for their conference, you know, leading sack or very good player on the edge. Um, so, you know, work cut out for us there as far as uh, seeing a really good D line. Um, their linebackers play really fast and physical um, and their secondary is solid as well. So um, definitely have our work cut out for us. Um, we feel really lucky and blessed that we've kind of seen good defenses all year. Mm. So we just, ready for another challenge. You know, they present certain things that uh, we have to work on. But uh, as far as, like, early prep goes, very, very good football team on the defensive side. And uh, their quarterback, who I've played against a few times now, uh, who was at Tennessee Tech. So um, not, you know, too unfamiliar with him. He was a great football player too. So um, it's a good team coming in, and we're really excited for that opportunity. Yeah, I think at first people saw the record and go, oh, okay, an easy right. game. Um, but, yeah, if you do any looking into them, they've won five of their last six. The one they lost was to Liberty by one point. So, I mean, you know, it's they've won the last four. So, I mean, yeah, they're they're definitely coming in, playing really good football. It's going to be a tough, tough game. Um, Thursday's Thanksgiving. I talked to Coach about this. We asked him what's, what's on the menu, all this kind of stuff. I know they take care of you and feed you. Uh, and everything like that is is there any i mean i know we're not there yet but is that weird that we kind of got this holiday right in the middle of your prep week yeah i think it, i mean it's um you know unfortunately and kind of fortunately you know the past four or five years i've been able to go home for thanksgiving yeah um and uh i talked about this in the weekly presser with coach um earlier today but uh he you know i i was like my mom was here for the game on Saturday and she, she was getting upset. And I was like, what's wrong? mom? Like, you know, we're going to the playoffs. Like everything's, good. she's like, you know, you're not going to be home for Thanksgiving. I've never had, you know, you know, my brother, he plays football in Illinois um, for Bonmouth college and he's not going to be able to make it home either. So this oh, is no. the first time she's never, she hasn't had her boys 
um, at home for Thanksgiving. So, you know, she's really upset about that. But, you know, other than that, um, I'm very happy I'm here for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, it's, it's cool. You know, we're going to eat a great meal after our morning practice. Um, and then I actually, we get, we get some time in the afternoon to go home, go to teammates house. I'm actually going to Shane Burks's grandmother's house for, mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. So, uh, looking really forward to that and her collard greens, they're <laughs> phenomenal. So yeah, that's nice. Now, are you going to be able to make up Thanksgiving with your mom or you guys got plans for once the season's done to do something? Yeah. Um, you know, whenever, whenever that's done, actually, you know, it was in line for me to graduate with my master's, uh, December 3rd. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not looking past this week, but if all goes to plan and we, and we do what we need to do, um, you know, that, that plan is getting reef, you know, and we're going to look forward to William and Mary. So they're, they're going to rebook all their flights and fly into in Williamsburg and, and we'll get all that figured out. So that's yeah. time I'll be able to see them and celebrate. So <laughs> Oh man, it's a crazy time of year for you. No yeah. doubt about that. You talk about you're getting married. When are you getting married? Uh, June 23rd of 2023. So. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, if you need, if you need an officiant, I'm a, I'm a licensed minister, so uh, I can help you out. If you, if, if you, whoever you have backs out, I, I'm here for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Hey, listen, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, it's been a great season. I know this is a, you still, we're not done yet. I get that. Um, but I know you gotta be pleased with man, a long career here at EKU being able to cap it off with the playoff run is really exciting and and who knows where it leads right it could it could go championship we got we got several weeks to see what goes on and how the season ultimately ends you're graduating with your masters you talked about uh taking over Matt Rohn's job at some point so uh kick him out and uh, uh we like we like Matt but uh, we, do. we do I don't know if I want to do that okay well you got some time right you got some time yeah. to build it yeah. up um but uh hey congrats on the season so far Good luck this weekend. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I hope your mom is able to work out some time with her boys down the road as well. But uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem, Steph. Appreciate you having me. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Three great conversations with three great people involved in the EKU football program. Again, a huge game coming up this weekend against Gardner-Webb. Uh, an important game. Gardner-Webb is is on a streak right now, five out of the last six games, four straight wins as well. So this is going to be a tough battle for a team that comes in really hot right now. And when you got a team that's going that hot, that's a dangerous team to face. Uh, we're going to go ahead and give you our prediction for what we expect to happen here against Gardner-Webb. Uh, we have been predicting games all season long, some of them right, some of them wrong. We're going to go with EKU in this one. We're going to call it 42-37 final score. EKU on top moving to the second round. We'll see how it all shakes out. I hope that you'll be there. Uh, tickets are affordable, $8. I mean, my goodness, folks, come on out. Be a part of the game. Cheer them on. Let them know. That you're there it should be beautiful weather. Uh, saying mid fifties right now is is the estimation. 
so it's going to be a great, great time for football. Come out, be a part of the environment, build something special there as well. Maybe we'll see you around other events as well. Uh, this episode drops Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon is a doubleheader for basketball, women's and men's. I'll be there. Uh, come up and say hi if you are there. Um, support everything else that's going on in the EKU athletics as well. Follow us on social media at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on YouTube for a number of things. Uh, not every episode is on YouTube, but we will do different things on YouTube as well. And I have a whole nother episode that drops every uh, Wednesday night goes live and then we'll drop Wednesday night, Thursday morning with my dad. We talk NFL, college football, college basketball, baseball, all kinds of other things as well. So tune into that also. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to visit our sponsors, Mad Mushroom Pizza, IPM Pest and Termite, and All Around Roofing. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.